Okay, well here we are. Welcome to Gifts of Ruin. We are trying out all sorts of different sets and I'm having a really fun time doing so. And Ben, my guest here today, is um, gets to try try this set out for the first time. So that's pretty cool. Um, so, you know, this show is called Gifts of Ruin. And why? Why is it called that? It's I have a great fascination of people's struggles and my own struggles in my life have given me my greatest strengths and so i'm always fascinated with when, when the crumble or the ruin completely sucks but then the build up and the rebuild from that is what makes me like salivate so um i had this idea about gifts of ruin because it's there's not one human being walking this planet that hasn't hasn't no. experienced some sort of ruin or reckon and um, I think by hearing stories of each other and how did that how did that person get through it and oh man I can relate to that person oh man man that person is, is absolutely it really just like gives you that um, that that wisdom that comes with it and there's so many gifts within the, the struggle For that sure. are really important to talk about and it makes us human it does and it at least speaking for myself it in hearing what what other people are going through, yeah. especially when I'm all alone in that little closet that I lock myself in, that self-loathing pity closet, when I start to come out and I hear another person's experience, and I'm like, oh my god, that's exactly what I'm going through. I'm yeah. not alone. It's like the, automatically this like weight just drops off you, and even if it lasts for ten seconds or ten minutes, it's the ten seconds or ten minutes that you need to get yourself out of that closet and get back on your feet. That. You know? So, yeah, it's a shared human experience. Absolutely. Yeah, so we are here with Ben Phillipson. Ben and I went to high school together, which is really cool because I'm not sure when the last time I saw you was in it's person. Been a while. It's yeah. been a while. But um, if you could tell our guests, what what are you all about? <laughs> What's happening in your world? And you're uh, you're an amazing filmmaker. So let's talk oh, about thanks. that. Thank you. Yes. I uh, so I really have been focused on filmmaking, still photography and filmmaking over the past you know, twenty some odd years, and I worked in the commercial side of things for a long time, uh, TV commercials and TV shows, etc. And so on. I left that in two thousand and twelve. I moved to New York. Um, I decided that I wanted to full time work on the fine art side of things. I was really disheartened by the commercial production world. And so I went to New York, from New York to Europe, Europe to Seattle, Seattle back to Los Angeles, where I've been for the past three and a half years, four years. Um, and over that period of time, finally got back into, you know, after years of experience got into experimental filmmaking. I made, uh, made, I shot, edited, wrote, directed four films in the past three and a half years and they've done really well uh, internationally and domestically. Um, 49 film awards. 49. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Uh, and yeah, it's actually three, it's like three continents, 
um, several, several countries. So you're kind of a badass. And so things are working yeah. well in that, in that regard, but you know, our, where we are professionally and where we are internally and personally are, is, in my experience, oftentimes not in alignment. You know, what we project out into the world, our picture that we want the people to think, of, you know, how we're doing, what we're like, um, in my experience, again, is often not the case in reality. So you're saying that there are, even though you have all these great accomplishments and you've, you've reached goals that you had and, and the journey of, of trying to reach that top, you've reached it, and what you're saying is that there's still an emptiness, or there's still a sense of an accomplishment inside. Both, both. Yeah. You know, I, the way that I sometimes look at it is there's the social media you, there's the you you are with your friends, and then there's the you you are with yourself. Yeah. And those three yeah. are generally pretty, you know, one's super polished, these are all the good things about me. Yeah. The other one's a bit more evened out, and then the, you know, and it, with me at least, the me I am with me is, tends to only look at the negative things, right? I don't give myself credit for any of the accomplishments, any of the work that I've done. I'm super, super hard on myself. And, you know, that's equally as, you know, unhelpful as like the social media us, where it's just look at all of my accomplishments, don't look at any of the, you know, tough stuff. It seems like it could be cool and quite um, something for us all to focus on, really. Absolutely. It's just show up as <laughs> messy and as awful and as brilliant and as human as you possibly can. Absolutely. And that would be the goal. That would be awesome. I mean, tell all our stories. That would and be have yeah, be absolutely. Like, yeah! I mean, the more honest we are with each other in, right. in a comfortable way like this in particular, I mean, I think it's just really this poisoned way of looking at things where, you know, just over, you know, I mean, this is a generational thing, just going back and back and back. It's like, it's impossible to live up to these expectations that we see on TV and in, um, in like, you know, movies. And I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's so far from anything that's remotely achievable as a human being. And that, that is our expectation. And that is the goal line we set for ourselves, is why so many people are just constantly miserable. They're like, well, I'm doing all of this stuff. I've done this, I do this, I do this, I do this. And it's never enough because that's what we're taught. We're taught to never be satisfied with what you've got. Always strive for more, always give. And it's like, yeah. can I just like hang out with people I love and that love me? And can you that can. not be enough? You can. You know what I mean? And that's, that's the coolest part. Yeah. You can. And you can shift the mind. And that's part of the work. I do with my clients, you know, it's just shifting the mindset and yeah. saying like, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm completely imperfect, perfect. I have effed up yeah. so bad. And you know what? I'm still lovable and I'm still good enough and I'm still worthy of living. Yeah, you know it. what I mean? It's that's like, it. okay. Yeah. And I just live. That's the truth. Yeah. Like, why? Like, I don't need, what is it all this stuff I'm supposed to do? Like, I don't want to do it. I just want to live. Wouldn't you say the only person that really puts those limitations on you is yourself? Absolutely. So let's bust those. Yeah. Bust those open. Exactly. Um, thank you for your. That is just such great, like, 
grit that you've given us to be uh -huh. to jump off from. So I have a few questions I kind of want to ask you. Please. So since this is gifts of ruin, yes, um, I would love to dive into you know what is what what is one of yours because we I mean shoot I have like twenty uh, million episodes that uh, I could do on all my ruins but what is one of your ruin that you have not necessarily like gone through it and you can stand on top of the mountain and say oh I achieved it <laughs> yeah. but like what is the ruin that we want to talk about today that really began to light up your path yes yes so the ruin that We'll go through today. Yeah, I'll be back. Yeah, please do, please do. Unless I crumble over in tears and fall off the desk. Then we'll definitely have you back. <laughs> um, first, let me. This is so. This is a, my father passed away a year and a half ago, and so this ruin is going into that experience. The experience I had. I spent a lot of time with my father. I was fortunate to spend a lot of time with my father. That last year, he had throat cancer, so he had a trach tube, and the whole time he wasn't able to speak anymore. So, you know, the, to have the entire last year of his life with him not being able to speak and having that be the relationship was uh, challenging, to say the least. But in particular, what I, what I want to go through is during that process of taking care of him, spending a lot of time with him, what I recognized, what I came to realize, and it was crystal clear, was that all of these things that I had always despised or disliked or made me so angry about my father, not want to see him, not want to talk to him. Growing up, you know, through my whole life, I had this crystal clear recognition that all of these things were all of the things that were inside of me that I really disliked about myself. And, not, and, and it, this isn't blaming my father, it's just recognizing how these things are so generational, you know, generational, and how you know, those things were passed on to him from his father and mother and back and back and back and back. And in that recognition, I found this, and it wasn't anything I had to try for, it came up inside of me. Through that recognition, I was able to find this forgiveness for him this empathy for him that I never had before. Because I recognized that, and what I also recognized was how challenging it had to have been for him to, you know, going through all of this internal pain to give me all of the things that he gave me, all of the positive things that he gave me growing up. And um, so, you know, it was, you know, I think needless to say, pretty powerful to recognize that. Um, so did you did you recognize it slowly, or did you recognize it when he couldn't speak, and it was you were it was like a mirror that you were looking at, or how did you come to the realization that oh, that's me? Yeah, uh, I recognized it when he could no longer speak, and I was uh, he was in and out of the hospital several times. <clears throat> and he had actually, we actually had to had to move him, and I was the one that went to his apartment, and this was like the first time I had been in his apartment without him there, and I had to do the deep cleaning and like the packing of all of his stuff, and you know, 
the way we live, I mean, we have like, this is where I'm gonna put my stuff and nobody's gonna see it. And it's like, we don't think about, all right, if I'm incapacitated and someone has to come in and go through all of my stuff, like, there's no hiding, you know, things we hide from others and ourselves and, it, you know, around where we live. And I was the one that went through that and I just saw, it was just hard, it was heartbreaking to see just seeing the way he was living those later years because he was alone he wasn't asking for help i knew that he was getting sicker he wasn't telling me the truth you know because i live you know pretty quite far away and i just remember, i just saw like god he's been suffering so much and he hasn't been asking for help and he's just not been telling me the truth because he didn't want to worry me not and telling you the truth of how bad how he was, bad he was or getting how he yeah. was, uh, kind of helpless in a way and you were just shocked by uh, you know, the, yeah you were yeah it, it was it, it was it was the fact that when he could have still asked for help that stubbornness in, inside of him you know he just refused to when there was yeah. still time you know to get him i think more help and he ended up because he, he just did nothing about his cancer you know he just did nothing about it and, Heartbreaking. Yeah, and I just I just recognized that you know it was that was the initial recognition that stubbornness that not asking for help that denying help when people are offering really that's a big one when people offer offer help and no everything's fine yeah. I'll, I'll take care of it myself you know that's my response I'll do it I'll do it I'll do it and you would you used I to did that, that I did that my life. And now, do you do it? Or do, yeah, are you but I recognize when I'm doing it and, yeah. you know, I try to make adjustments. I do make adjustments. Well, I mean, that's self-awareness and you wouldn't yeah. have been able to break that if you hadn't seen no. your dad do that. No. Yeah. It's a tough, I mean, it's tough, but it is what it is. Now. And to lose a parent, I yeah. mean, that in itself, I, I fortunately have not gone down that road and I pray that I get to go before they do. And, um, I, I can't imagine that in itself as, as the, the devastation and the heartbreak to lose your yeah. dad. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. But initially, you know, especially when you're watching it, you know, anyone you love, but particularly I think a parent, <clears throat> when you're watching them deteriorate over a year, with, especially with the, just something like cancer, where they just really dwindle away, you know, as a human being. When they initially pass away, it's there's really this relief where it's like, oh God, they're suffering over, you know. Yeah. But your suffering hasn't even begun, you know. Like for me, it really took it. It was the year mark, the year mark, and keep my dad passed away on my birthday. <laughs> yeah. That's so the one year mark, you know, and going forward for as long as I'm around. But he passed away on my birthday, which also happens to be April Fool's Day. Oh man! <laughs> 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 yeah. Have you have you found ways to like uh, how is how does that day happen? Did you find ways to turn it around, or are you just like? Well, we've only had one so far. Okay. So it hasn't been two years. Um, wow. But it was, it hit me like a ton of bricks and I, you know, um, you know, I, had, I have this breathing practice that I've let last 
tend to be super on it for like six months and then I start feeling good and I get off it and then I let myself suffer and then I get back on it. But anyhow, yeah. the last time I was really on it was during my, that whole year when my dad was going away and the year afterwards. And I got to this point where like, you know, I was crying and it was every single day. Every time I sat down and did this practice, I would either start crying immediately or shortly after, and I was breaking down every day. This was after your dad passed. Yeah. Okay. And it was it was just like this pain coming up from this depth that I had never reached before. And that, yes, that is I think it's absolutely necessary to be able to go there with yourself. It's required to really come through it, but it's also I mean it is. At least in my experience, was the most exhausting thing in the world. Like it, it got to a point where that's kind of why I backed off because I was like, man, I need a break. This is, this is too much. This is too much. It's too much. It's too much. I, I need the, a break. the breathing practice was too much, or the the, the crying. Oh, the crying. It was okay. just this sobbing and sobbing, and like I had expected it. I knew it, but like it's not stopping. Yeah. And like at what point is this becoming like? Help. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. like I can't just live in my this much sorrow. Like, I need joy. To balance. There was no balance. Yeah. So how did you? How did? So did you take? You took breaks, obviously. Um. Well. How, what? What brought you joy? Uh, my filmmaking. And so you dove into that. So yeah, the whole year. Basically, what I would do is I would go real, really deep into these internal places. Um, and there would be something particular that would strike, like the mechanics of intimacy with one film, and that was all about me trying to find a healthy place of the masculine and feminine mm -hmm. energies inside of myself. I mean, of course this was represented by an actual woman and by myself in the film. Um, but that's been super, uh, it's heavily unbalanced inside of myself and I believe in human beings in general. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not here to, but you know, I'm not a preacher who's trying to share my story, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I know that there's an unbalance there. I know that that's why I, I have, it's, I'm, it's not to say I haven't had healthy relationships. I, I've had relationships that have been good, but for the most part, they, they haven't really been, I haven't had really great relationships with intimate relationships. I've had awesome friendships, right? I'm super dope as a friend, and that's great. I love my friends. Friendships are, I couldn't live without them. But I'm also a human being, man, that has desires to be in intimate relationships with women. And because of the unbalance inside of myself, those have been unbalanced. And I've either attracted women that have treated me like, you know, not the way I deserve to be treated. Yeah. Or I've treated women in a way that they don't deserve to be treated. So as long as that unbalance is inside of me, it's going to be presented and it's going to manifest as an unbalanced relationship in you know the physical world. So do you think that your what gives you that balance? Like how do you, how do you know when you're out of out of balance? Uh, I tend for me, I know when I'm out of balance when I'm just generally my initial response to everything that's going on is anger. Yeah, I feel that. 
you know, it doesn't matter what it is, boom, I'm pissed. Yeah, I just Snap know. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And when that's my natural state, when I wake up and I'm just pumped, like I'm ready. ready. Yeah, and Bye. I'm just like that with everyone, with everything. Then I know there's massive imbalances. Yeah, and then how? What, how do you? What's your next step? Breath. Um, when I'm doing what I should be doing, it's breath. <laughs> it really, it is. It's my breath work. Um, but you know, when I'm not where I should be, I just stoke the fire. I'm like the should. I just have to jump mm, in. Like yeah. I, I had a teacher once that say that said to the class, you know, stop shooting on yourself, and that stuck with me. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, I'm, I don't want to shoot on myself. Yeah, that's should. totally great. It's like, yeah, no, what is, who's telling you to, that what you have to do? You know, it's it's what I what I like to think about is that we're exactly where we are meant to be. Even if it's a shit storm, we're we're exactly meant to be in that moment and the universe god whatever you believe in is beyond this even if you don't believe in anything yeah. like that you as a person somehow navigates through life and places themselves exactly where they need to be and you receive exactly what you need to be in order to take the next step and sometimes the next step is sobbing in sorrow for 75 yeah. years you know yeah. Yeah. but the fact that you woke up and said hey i think out of balance here, I need to explore some joy, is yeah. what a beautiful gift that is. Yeah. And who's to say that maybe that wasn't, I like to think that maybe that was your dad, Yeah. you know, helping you out. Yeah. Did you ever have any experiences like with him after he passed? Uh, he visits me a lot in my dreams. Okay, can, can we hear a little bit about that? Um, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Some, you know, it's interesting, it, it really varies really varies a lot you know sometimes he's just i totally recognize him it's him it's often he's often like different ages sometimes he's like a younger dude wow. in his 30s sometimes he's as he was when he passed away sometimes it's you know in between sometimes he's just cruising around in the peripherals and other times uh you know he like directly like has something to say to me the most he was actually in my dream last night, and this is really weird. <laughs> but he was dressed up like super dorky, and and I was looking at him like, what do you wear? Like, what do you what do you do? Why are you dressed like that? And then there was this place that he would go. It was super negative and upsetting, where he was just like repel everything around me that's good, and like, that's where that energy went. And it was in my dream, and I. I and I was saying to him, I was like, this needs like stop, stop this, this needs to stop like this, you know. I don't deserve this anymore. I don't deserve this energy being pushed on me anymore. Um, wow. Yeah. And did you receive any? I woke up shortly after that. Alright, yeah. well it will come back. Yeah. He'll come back. Seems like there's there's a, a huge Ooh. gift within this whole experience of of you really diving into you and realizing your worth and realizing the love that you have for yourself and it's possible i mean we're all on that path of, of, of awakening and reawakening and re-accepting yeah. lo our, our love and self-love and self-forgiveness like 
it seems like this experience and this ruin that you went through, losing your dad and, and the whole devastation of that, really opened your eyes to you and getting to know yourself and, and battling off these demons yeah. that don't deserve any yeah. space in well, your world. I, you know? I agree completely. I agree completely. And, you know, I mean, I think that you've hit it the nail right on the head. That's yeah. exactly what the, this process has been like. It continues to be like this. And, you know, that's something that is really challenging for me to find self-care, like authentic self-care. Yeah. I'm not talking about going to a spa and treating myself to a nice day. I'm talking about sincere love, like real, authentic love from the heart for myself yeah. you know what i mean yeah and that's tough as nail for me um even though you know there's so many things like i've never given up on this i remember my father asked me we were standing in the driveway i believe i was about four years old His memory has stuck with me like crystal clear my whole life and he looked down at me and he said what do you want to do with your life what do you want to be when you're older he said and i immediately said i want to be an artist and um, wow. it's really beautiful. It's good. I just, uh, <clears throat> I did that, you know. You chose it. And somewhere deep within you, you knew that that was your path, and it was it was you. Absolutely. What and a cool moment. So, uh, so obviously, you know, there, I think beneath all of these, all of this armor that I've stacked and stacked and stacked over the years, you know, beneath that, there's obviously, I have deep, deep love for myself, but, you know, with the way, the, the way that this world is and the way things are, you know, in society, it's all about, you know, being tough, being tough, being tough. And that was, you know, it's kind of the similar issue with this film, the mechanics of intimacy, and then going into the next film, which is titled Heartwork, was all about, like, I don't have to be tough for the world, you know what I mean? I don't have to be tough to look cool to, you know, the people that don't know me walking down the street, you know? Being this tough guy my whole life, diving in and, like, all this armor, you know, abusing alcohol, being, you know, a piece of garbage boyfriend to try to be this tough guy to, you know, the world around me has done nothing but just stack on so many years of self-abuse and pain. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's about letting that go <clears throat> and finding that four-year-old that was standing there, you know, in front of my dad in, in the driveway. And so, uh, it's so tough, I, it's tough. I have this picture coming through of like a, a, a knight, almost. It's funny because when we went to high school, it was yeah, knights, yeah. but that's nothing to do with this. But <laughs> the, um, like we go through our life and we have these experiences where these, these beautiful little babies that come into the world, very innocent, and all this stuff happens to us and we start to put on armor. Yeah. And then all, before you know it, at some point in our life, we're standing there in an in a suit, in a knight suit, Absolutely. and just like you can't yeah. puncture me. No, yeah. that's not gonna. Nope, I'm a knight. I'm yeah. a knight. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. And and it, why? And the most beautiful part of the journey, I believe, because I've experienced it. Not to say everybody will, 
But it's when you take that shit off yeah. and you're like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. man, I'm free. That's like this, I'm vulnerable, I'm yeah. real, and that's, it's amazing. It is. That's right? it. That's and you're exactly there. exactly it. That's exactly it. So and that's the off. amazing thing. Like when you do, and what's so dope about it, like you yeah, said, yeah. is when you do get there and you drop all that armor and then you realize, oh my God, I am so much more powerful without all that garbage. Yeah. Like, like, you know, like where, where I am in that space is so powerful and so untouchable by all this negative, uh, all this negativity. And, it's, and at least for me, it's like, you finally like bring all of that breath in and there's, it's like this energy beam, this tether to the cosmos that just connects into you right Aww. here. And it's like there, this endless amount, abundance of energy and like love and compassion and strength and this it's this knowing that can't be put into words like i'm so much more than the things that i do and you know and the way that i am with other people is it matters like it really really matters you know your life the best has not even come yet <laughs> yeah you know i hope so i think so i know like but what you've accomplished too has is Really huge. Like you were telling me earlier that you, this is the first time that you you've seen your your film in a theater. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. It, yeah. Getting the, this last film that I that I did um, was one of the festivals. It it it, it is it was in um, down in Los Angeles and. It was the first time I've seen something I've shot being projected in an actual theater, in a real, like, legit movie theater. And so, you know, things are happening. I mean, things are always happening, but... Yeah, I think your biggest thing, honestly, I'm going to jump in, yeah, is it, it just, like, you're going to, you can, you can go through your life and keep climbing these mountains keep having these goals that you want to accomplish and keep, 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 keep. And potentially it just appeases to the armor that you wear and then you feel more accepted amongst others because you too have a, a something. But the real journey that I'm, I'm sensing from our whole conversation is that yeah. your most achievable gift or achievable uh, goal is like a hundred percent self-love yeah. and self-acceptance yeah. and self-forgiveness and from everything that i know about you you're a beautiful human being the fact that you're this artist and you can put together all these incredible films i, I mean from the outside yeah. looking in your heart is 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 worth any mountain yeah. you can climb thanks honestly yeah i um, thank you yeah thank you. um I really appreciate that. And it's true. And I, you know, I, do, I oftentimes either choose not to see that or I don't see that or, you know, when, when, when I'm editing through a project, I mean, I'm not ashamed to say that, like, I get tingles inside and I often come to tears and I'm like, whoa, like, this is really good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I did it, yeah. And I'm super proud of myself. But then, you know, it gets out into the world and I submit it. And then that's where all of like, 
well, it wasn't success, accepted by this festival and it didn't get into this festival. And people were like, but wait, you just had it in a movie theater. And it's like, I don't care, that's meaningless, that's over. Like, oh, this, this festival it didn't get yeah. into. And it's like, you know, why, you know, I tend to go to these, it didn't happen, this didn't happen, this didn't happen. And it's like, and people are like, hey, dude, like, it's. Wait, you know, this is a trip because like you're like this self-critical of yourself <laughs> and then you put your heart out there and then you're being, then you're experiencing that self-critic that's in your head. You're experiencing that from the outside world. So that's, that's the, that's the gift. Yeah. You look at that and you're like, F that, F that. Yeah. Wait a second, I don't need your acceptance. Well, that's so funny that you say that because recently people start, when I start getting when something comes in and it's like, sorry, we're not accepting your film, I'm gonna be like, what? Like, yeah. this has nothing, my film's dope, I poured my heart out, and if you can't see it, I feel bad for you. Yeah. And I mean, I don't and I, I don't say that to be arrogant and like, you know what I mean? But it's just, it's like, I'm pouring my heart out. Like, this isn't about, it's an experimental, like, it's not, it's about emotion. It's not, a, I'm not selling anything. I'm not, you know so what I mean? I'm sharing my heart. It. They don't like, get it. You can and pick then... it up or you can't. They're not for you. And you know what? They're, they're making space for the yeah. next person to come in yeah. and, and, and yeah. do it yeah. and accept it. Exactly. So it's like, I'm going to keep yeah. making my film. Good. I'm going to keep pouring my heart out on mine. And, you know, I want to love people. And, I, well, you know, I, I, I can love people. I want to love myself the way that, you know, I tend to toss myself out on the train tracks for other people. But in the past, I haven't done that for myself. I think over the past several years that I do care about myself and I do love myself and I'm really trying to be compassionate and less, you know, stop bashing my head against the wall. The critic. Yeah. The critic. Yeah. Um, good. And I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering, because it is such a journey and no journey is, um, linear yeah right it's not like absolutely you. so you're cyclical and I, I experienced that too you know different things come up and it's cyclical and i have the opportunity to revisit it and feel it and heal it and cry about it and throw up about it yeah. like the whole thing absolutely. happens again so as someone who's just starting this journey if they happen to be listening to this and they can really relate to you and they haven't even begun to try <laughs> the breath work or they haven't begun to try any of the things you talked about what would you tell them? What are some words of wisdom to some, mm, some yeah. wonderful person out there that needs a little bit of light? Yes, I would say that really persistence, 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 persistence. And also one thing that I learned that I know you know about this through that book, may I mention it? Yeah. The presence process. I would Big recommend, fans of the presence Yeah, I would recommend with the last drop of my blood that if you have any desire, even the slightest inkling of a spark inside of you, to just learn how to start integrating all of these things. Purchase the presence process by Michael Brown. You can get it all over the place. Just look for it online. Yeah. Anyhow. Uh, what I would recommend personally is just persistence and don't expect to start feeling like everything is perfect and joyful all the time.
time because that's just not the way life is and it isn't the way life is intended to be even though they tell you that in every single magazine and every single television commercial you've ever seen they're lies believe me i worked on tv commercials for 20 years it's all deception and it's designed to make you feel horrible about the original true original life is about feeling everything not about feeling happy Recognizing that there's something to learn about yourself in every single shade from pure white light shining down on your face to, to pitch black. Depth. Yeah, and every shade in between is all important, it all matters. There's lessons everywhere, and I know it's cliche, but it's cliche because it's true. It's true. And I know it, and I'm telling you with all my heart, I know it to be true because I hooked up and slamming my hand. <laughs> I have. I just know it to be true because I've experienced it, and yeah, it's yeah. painful, but it's also the most incredible. There are moments of this magnificence and absolute knowing that happen, and they can never be put into words. It has to be experienced. But in order to experience that, you have to be willing to be completely honest with yourself yeah. about yourself. And if you're willing to do that, the rest will come. And your ride's gonna look different than my ride. Yeah. But, you know, you recognize it in other people too, along the way, that like this person's, their journey may not look the same as mine, but I recognize it inside of them and I love them so much. For yes, you know? oh, that's so true. The, the people that uh, open and, and share about, you know, like even our interview today or our talk today has really, my my level of compassion in my heart, I already had that for you, but it's grown a zillion times. I love hearing like people, like you're being so real. Like this is what it's about. This is completely what it's yeah, about. Yeah, I agree. And it's what matters. It's, it's really the all the only thing that matters. Yeah, it's all that matters. yeah and it, it, we, we have this, um, this like shared, I keep saying shared human experience, but it's because everybody's experience is different, but it's like this almost acceptance and uh, that you have with people when you realize you're not happy and bright all the time. Yeah. It's like, oh man, you're real. Oh yeah, you really effed <laughs> up. Oh, I love you more. Like that's what I've experienced. Yeah, and I love to hear people ruins because it makes us more you human. Really, yeah, you realize like, it. And when you start realizing like everyone I talk to yeah. has gone through it, like this just makes it so much easier. Like I don't I'm not putting on any act in front of this person. It's like yeah. I am what I am there. Like and when we find that we love each other, not in spite of but because of that, yeah. There's nothing like there's nothing to prove. No. You know? Well, I think your journey of self-love is inspiring, and I can't wait to have you back. Yeah. And, and talk about what, what, what new, new <laughs> gifts have come from your, um, hopefully, you don't experience another ruin, but that's yeah. life. Yeah. That's what it's like. I'll make it through it. Yeah. That's amazing. If you were to um, journey onward and upward, what's one thing, if you were to pass, yeah. what's one thing 
that you would want someone to know about you uh, that you don't feel that they really know? Wow. Uh, How would you want to be remembered? Yeah. Uh, um, I think I'd like to be remembered as you know, as a real, as a truth, a truthful, honest human being. That I don't need to be remembered as Mr. Nice Guy or this or that, but that you know, when when you came to me, you know that what you were gonna get in return, you were what you were gonna get from a friendship or any sort of relationship was gonna be authentic and it was gonna be a hundred percent and it was gonna be unwavering, whether you know. It's in the middle of a crisis or, you know, your wedding day, whatever. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for coming and thank you for, oh, for, for opening up and, and connecting with me and everyone. And, You're very um, welcome. Yeah. Anytime. And so your films, we'll put them on the link below. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, yeah, uh, people can check them out. Yeah, on my website. All my films are on there. And... Two of them, two of the most recent ones are password protected, but we'll put the passwords yeah. up there. It's just for festival purposes, it has to be that way. Yeah. I don't really care about that. We'll give the password. I'll give the password. Down. Cool. What a homie. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. And I can't wait to have you back and tune in. Keep tuning in. My next guest will, um, I'm not certain who it is yet, but. Um, if you know of somebody or if you have a story that you would like to share, please reach out. You can email me or there's a little questionnaire on my website that you can fill out. But I, I really look forward to doing more of these and connecting with more hearts. Absolutely. And just being real. Let's be real. Be real. Be real, like man. Be real, real. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day or night. Peace.